Yo, 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 this is your boy Anderson De Silva, aka Go Friday. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Living It. And back by popular demand, I had to bring her back. And uh, I must admit, it was pretty good having her on here. So I brought back my wife, Tina. <laughs> so people, people liked it. People liked it. Some people, even though because of my amazing editing skills she sounded like she was like underwater some people said it was angelic mm-hmm. it just, it just mm-hmm. wasn't correct and i was trying to get her voice normal and i couldn't i don't know nope. what happened but i was like you know what i'm putting it out there we're not doing it again i put it out there but people liked it people liked the podcast people enjoyed it I did a little poll on Facebook uh, to see if people wanted me to bring her back, and a lot of people were. I'm assuming the likes when I posted that, people who liked it meant yes. I'm assuming because well, there's only a few did. comments. Of course, there's they only did. a few comments <laughs> where they said yes. Let's do. You know, you should have do it her again. back. Do it again. But people were just liking it and not commenting. So I'm assuming. That comment meant yes, I should have another podcast with my wife Tina on there. So here I am. So today we're gonna talk about uh, <laughs> something we both went through. We kind of touched it a little bit on it last the last podcast a little bit. So, but we're gonna talk about it today, and uh, it's you know something that uh, it's been happening a lot. And there's uh, I got like seventy three statistics here. We're not gonna go through them all. All right, we don't, we, we don't have all. all night. But I'm gonna go through some of them. I haven't looked through all of them yet, so we'll just kind of pick Skip through. around. Skip around. So I'm I'm gonna just say the the first one. Um, you know, I guess. Uh, wow. All right. The first one is. All right. This is. All right. This is before I even say what it, the what the first statistic is. What we're going to talk about is teen pregnancy because I was 18. My wife was 19 mm-hmm. when we had our oldest daughter. Yeah, he so, was in high school. So we were I was we about were, to start college. Yeah, we were teen parents. So like, yeah, so I found out I was going to be a dad going into my senior year in high school. And you were I was going into my freshman year in college. Yeah, yeah we're. Mm-hmm. We're basically like starting our lives. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I was starting to do a lot of adulting anyways. Yeah. So why not throw in a baby? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we're, so we're like, all right, let's do this. All right. So first statistic. All right. The first statistic is uh, 78 out of 100 white teens and hmm. 70 out of 100 African-American teens stated that improper communication between them and their parents is a huge cause of teenage pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, man, we talk this subject to death with our oldest daughter. We always make sure that, well, you know what? And we almost didn't have to talk it to death because she did life with us as teen parents. She remembers most. Um, she got to go through our struggles and how hard everything was because we started parenting so young in the middle of so many things in our life before we could start so many things in our life or set up so many things in our life right so um yeah (laughs) i would agree with that one well yeah i mean well Here's the thing, like we're talking we're huge about huge on talking to well, her about that. Well, right, yeah, huge. So here, all right, let's let's flip this a little bit because we are talking about us talking about it to our daughter. Yeah. Now, how about our parents talking about, about it to, it to, to, to us? us? How that, how how do you think your parents were? No, nope. Um, I don't like recall that conversation. No. Do you? No. Did like they nope. do like the whole sit down nope. and cover everything? They did not. I mean, not that I remember. No, I don't. I, I don't mean, remember. I mean, I don't know if we were just supposed to. Much we were said, supposed to know. They pretty much common said, sense. <laughs> nah, I mean, um, my dad. No, he never really brought it up. I think he did like tell me to use a condom. I think <laughs> if I was like, if you're going to do it, use a condom. Uh, <laughs> that was the worst Brazilian accent ever. <laughs> uh, my mom, 
I think she pretty much said, if you have sex, it's you're a, you're sinning. You're a sinner. That's that's pretty much the extent of it. No explanation behind it. They just pretty much. Yeah. I don't look. I'm not trying to bash my parents as no, parents. I'm just I, saying this is what happened. I do not blame our parents for us becoming parents so young. Not at all. Like, not at all. <laughs> That's definitely, I mean, I agree with that statistic because we feel so strongly about covering it with our kids. But, I mean, I can't blame, you know, our parents right. for what we decided. So do you think, so do you think uh, proper communication with your ch- child works to prevent I that? I think that if you have a relationship with your kids where they feel relatable to you, that they'll open up more and that, you know, you'll know all the ins and outs of, of their day and of their life and the drama going on that day and, and what they're up to now. If they're comfortable talking to you, you know, you yeah. need to be approachable for your kids to feel that, that they can come to you with anything. But... I mean, I think this is basically stating um, it's up to the to the parent to cover that anyways. The child shouldn't have to come to the parent for the topic to be brought up. The birds and the bees. The birds and the bees, people. Which is uncomfortable (laughs) for both parties. Mm -hmm. Like as a teenager, like as a teenager, like, you know, I kind of do remember my dad talking to me about, you know, my manhood and what happens with my manhood <laughs> uh, but like but, it was like sorry, really people. embarrassing i was like whoa dad like seriously we're having this conversation but look i don't have i don't have any sons but if i had a son man it would be uncomfortable i'd be like i don't even know what to say to him mm-hmm. like how am i gonna talk to him about our manhood and what our manhood does like it would be really uncomfortable. So I understand it's uncomfortable for both parts, but mm-hmm. I think, I think once it's said and once it's done, like I think, like as a father, it'd probably be like, man, thank God, I, I thank God, I said thank it. God, we don't ever you have know, to cover like, that again, and we're done. So <laughs> I like, well, not to stay on this so much, but there are look there are people out there there are parents out there who would say like well they're gonna have sex anyway so like honestly i think that's terrible it's Mm. terrible you're basically telling them to go have Mm. sex like but because because when you're teenagers you're you're not gonna just pick one partner you're especially when you're a boy well, you're, you're, you're trying, you're partners. dating. Well, what is the purpose of dating? You're trying to find your your husband or your wife, you know, and when you're dating so young, you're starting that process very young. Well, And that, you know, might not end up being your husband or wife. Right. Well, a lot of teenagers don't really realize that they don't, they're not taught that. So they're just thinking, I'm just going to, yo, this girl is hot. I want to hit that. I want to, oh you know. God, he said hit that. Well, you mean that? That's how kids are. That's how kids talk. Like you know, like yo, she's high, she's fine. I want to get that. And that's that's what it is. It, it, they don't. It's not about. Well, I'm just talking from a boy's point of view because boys. That's how boys think. Boys don't think. You know what? She's so beautiful. I want to get to know her. I want to know what kind of books she reads. They don't care. <laughs> Boys don't Might care. Some. They Might don't. Some. Well, they don't. you know, well, those far few in between. Far or what, I don't know. Yes. I don't know if I said that <laughs> right, but they're not a lot of them. All right, so let's move on to another one. Uh, okay, so wait, one thing, hon. Yeah. What? Uh, um, he was very sick yesterday, so don't mind his ba- raspy voice. Yes. <laughs> he was. Literally in bed all day yesterday yes. with like the flu. He couldn't Binge even watching talk. Netflix. Binge watching. So yes, don't mind his voice. All right. So what's let's another see. one? Another one. Uh, Says twenty, and then all these bullet points. What happened? Well, go just go back up and just use those. Yeah, there's twenty right there. Yeah, go to number yeah. twenty. Says so there's seventy-three, but why is it only going to twenty? Maybe the bullet points are all different ones. All right, well, let's stick, just, with, the t- yeah. let's stick with the top, top 20. 20. Yeah. That's, All right. So Isn't that what I just said? Let's go with this one. 
uh, number five here. Two out of those 10 teens don't receive medical care. Oh, we were so confused about this. Listen, we almost had to give up guardianship to my parents. Do you remember? So Carissa could be covered under my dad's insurance. That was like a topic of discussion, and it yeah. ripped my heart into a million pieces yeah, I that I was that. going to have to give over guardianship when I had no... Pl- I was raising this baby. This baby was going to look to me for everything. This is what I wanted. I didn't want her to look at my parents as, you know, the people who she can go to for things that she can, you know... Um, trust or whatever you know like i wanted to be the go-to person that she knew if she needed something she'd come to and then right off the bat we're gonna have to give up guardianship just so she can have insurance right so we researched the heck out of that yeah and we found mostly you did me that's what i do i'm the insurance girl (laughs) but we found you know mass health thank god so but there's so many specifics with that too that I would assume that not every case would be able to get that as well. I mean, you're not thinking about that when right. That's, you that's have Massachusetts, to Massachusetts, so we don't know how other yeah. states. And then say it. say if we did hand over guardianship to my to my dad, when the baby was born, the baby was covered. I was not. So if anything happened to me while the baby was being born. Right. What do we do? Right. You know, so Carissa would be covered the second she was born. Yeah. Me? No. Yeah. <laughs> so we were in a really tough spot there. Right. right. And then thank God we found Mass Health and um, we were able to use that. And then, you know, many other things. You know, if you need help, just take it. Take the help. Well, I'm take pretty the sure wick. that take other the states. Mass Health. It would have been easier in other states because yeah. Massachusetts, Massachusetts is, is tough. It's very tough. When it comes to mass, we can't even get supplemental insurance. Yeah. Like, it's it's tough in Massachusetts. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're very strict. <laughs> all right, so, uh, all right, let's move on to another one. Uh, all right, number eight. Mm-hmm. A teenager who indulges in unprotected sex faces a high chance around 90% of getting pregnant within a year. Mm. It's this is funny because a lot to me that's like a duh situation. Right, a lot. You know what? I was wasn't near the mic when I said that. So let me say that again. So uh let me go back to it. What is number 8? Mm-hmm. A teenager who indulges in unprotected sex faces a high faces a high chance around 90% of getting pregnant within a year. Uh, here's the thing. I, I I, don't know if they were lying or not, but I knew a lot of dudes that were saying like, oh, I never pulled out, I never pulled out, and things like that. And like, their girls want to get pregnant. And I'm just like, you guys are crazy. Chance. I was like, you guys are crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're first of all, you're not using a condom, and then you're not pulling out like really like and these guys like these guys are look i know like this some people might hear this and be like wow anderson's talking like this look we're talking about sex (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how, how any other way to sugarcoat this but that's how they talked okay that's how they talked and if you're if you're uneducated you're not getting the you know uh the talk from your parents and maybe i mean this is where like the whole controversy about having like sex ed in school and stuff you know but i mean if they're not getting the talk at home at least they're getting the subject covered at school right right but if you're not if you're not educated about it you could think like oh well so and so well, didn't get th- pregnant, right. so well, here's it's th- all a lie. Yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, right. It's common sense to me, though. I mean, you are taking a risk every single time. Well, here's the thing about health class in high school. They they don't teach you not to have sex. They teach you to have sex safely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where the controversy Which comes in, I guess. teenagers don't always do things right. Well, the way that they're told. Right. So if you're alone with a girl 
and there's nobody else there chances are you're still gonna do it whether you have a condom or not mm. and mostly the only time you wouldn't is if the girl says no because the because the girls they're they're more they're more inclined to turn down sex without a condom than a boy is but it's just better not to do it just don't do it just mm. just wait until you get married just wait mm-hmm. until you get married believe me <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's life just, will be a lot it's easier. It's so better I when you're you. with your life partner. <laughs> you know, it's so much better. Uh, God wanted us to have sex when we got married for a reason. Mm. It's because he knows when you do it the right way, the way he intended. It's way better. But when you're having sex with a bunch of people out there, really nothing good comes out of it. All right, let's move on to another one. Um, all right. Uh, 13. Amongst industrially developed nations, USA faces the highest rates of teen pregnancy and teen abortions. What do you Ooh, think? I didn't know that. Really? We do? Well, I said, yeah, among, amongst industrially, un, un, industrially mm-hmm. developed nations. Hmm. Well, I mean, we pro- the United States promotes it. Mm. We promote abortion. Like, mm-hmm. hey, have an abortion. No, it's okay. Yeah. We can fix it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know. Take the morning after. It says that or... your, your kids. Oh, you wanted a boy, not a girl. Okay, abortion. It's 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 sad, really. But, I mean, hey, that's a, t- a statistic I didn't know either. We're a little bit lenient on the whole subject. Yeah. And it's crazy, though, because I feel as though, I mean, I don't know when these statistics were from but I mean when we were in middle school girls were pregnant there, yeah. when Carissa was in middle school there was nobody pregnant well there's a girl that I went to high school with she's a year younger than me she's 36 and she has a 22 year old son mm-hmm. she's 36 and she has a 22 year old son mm-hmm. yep. so yeah 14 years old having a kid I can't even imagine can't mm. even imagine. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough it when is. you start adulting when you're not an adult. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. But she had him. Yeah. You no, know, he grew up to be a good kid. Works hard. Um. All right. So, uh, let's go jump all the way down to 19. So, about 750,000 teens get pregnant each year, mostly between the ages 17 and 19. You were in that statistic. <laughs> you were definitely in that one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. seven hundred and fifty thousand. Look, there's like a billion people in the United States, or over <laughs> Are you a billion, looking three to me? billion. I don't know. So honey. that seems small compared to that number, but still, seven hundred and fifty thousand teenagers a year. That's mm. a lot. That's mm. a lot. Yeah, I just think that. Um, just, you know, highlighting what waiting until marriage can do. Um, you know, like, I just don't feel like these kids hear it enough, you know? Um, and it's not, uh, treasured, you know, as much. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's definitely not cool, right? Like, nah, I don't know. Well, I think. Well, I think what it is. I've I've said this before to teenagers. I always tell these. I always tell the boys. It does not make you cool. Because mm-hmm. boys thinks it makes them cool. They they do. Mm-hmm. And for the girls, it's like that's not how you keep your man. Mm-hmm. You don't keep your man by having sex with him. And if you're a man, if, if you feel as though your man's gonna be out if you don't, then he's not the man for you. Yeah, let him go. <laughs> Just let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Because, Forget him. You know, as the girl in the relationship, you're the one that's gonna receive the most change, right? And in your life, if you were to become, you know, pregnant yeah. because of your decisions. Yeah. You know, and if you're deciding that on I'm just trying to keep my man, listen. Wrong move. What your body is about to go through, uh, it's it's like nothing else you've ever experienced. So, 
Um, you know, definitely that should be based, that decision should be based on higher morals, you know, not just, I'm trying to keep my man. De- definitely not. That, yeah. It, I mean, it's good advice because you, you know, you, you gotta make some good decisions and you can't make decisions on what he thinks or what your friends will think. It, it's about you because you're the one that has to deal with it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and boys, man, it does not make you cool. It doesn't. Your boys might tell you it's cool, but it ain't. Not cool. Really? It's dumb. It's dumb. Well, the repercussions of what you're doing is, is going to end up not being cool. You know, and like, you know, yeah, you know, like the, the thing is in high school, it's like, Losing your virginity is like the coolest thing to do when you're in high school. It's not. It's the dumbest thing. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. It's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing. These 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 teen movies are telling you it's cool. The music is telling you it's cool. Well, it's it's a not. Big, they don't have to deal yeah. with the consequences. It's a big, big decision to make. And to make it so blasé. Like, yeah just eh, it's whatever exactly it's a huge huge decision that right. you're making for you yourself your body your life and it, it more thought should go into that right and a some, lot of thought right and some people and some people who listen to this and, and knows me look if you're thinking like i'm a hypocrite for talking <laughs> like this look I went through it. It's just because so of I what have we experienced. More, yeah. I have more of a reason to talk about it because I went through it and mm-hmm. I know what it's like. You know and what I mean? You know what? We're still living it. We're still, um, I, you know, you almost feel like you're always in recovery mode because we started out, you know, pushing a really heavy rock around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and you got to push that for the rest of your life. Right. You know, because that's the way you started out. So then everything after that that you're trying to do is just a little bit harder. Right. Because that's what that's how you set yourself up. Right. You know, so. All right. So let's, let's see. Let's go on to. Uh, I thought I saw one. Which one do you want to do? Uh, well, where's. No, not that one. Want to go up? No, hold on. Oh, well, there's talking about amongst. Which one? Which number? Number 16. All right. Number 16. Among 15 to 17 year olds, the pregnancy rate is 38.7 per 1,000 girls. Per 1,000 girls. Yeah. Wow. So, like, pretty much like 38 to 39 out of a thousand girls right. get pregnant. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Fifteen. That's, yeah. Fifteen. Listen, I got pregnant the summer after my senior year. Okay. Anderson's still in high school. He has his senior year to go. And I cannot tell you how hard it was to have a baby, for him to be a senior, for me to be a freshman in college. And I mean, everyone knows college is more flexible than than high school. And it was still very, 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 very hard. And it was very hard for Anderson as well. Um, so I can't imagine for a 15 year old. Yeah. You know, like I only got to experience like when she when Carissa was born, only had like a couple more months left of school. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't get to experience a lot of like having a kid and being in school I went to right. college mm-hmm. but it was different yeah, we were both in college but when you're 15 yeah. but most of the time these 15 year olds will like probably drop out be like I need a job like a part going to school having a part time job mm. does, won't not cut all. it not all right. but sometimes that right. is the case because, because it's it very expensive and we were just talking about health insurance yeah not everybody qualifies for what we found right and you it, might be in a situation right and you can't cut it because you know going to school and then going to work after is time away from your kid right so you're going to school right and you're going to work to support mm-hmm. your kid mm-hmm. while somebody's watching your kid all day right like that that that's something that they didn't plan on. They, right. it's not, they didn't want that. So, I mean, we're, we're talking like this, but I, I definitely wanted to address, 
that and I and I say this if I ever talk to somebody who's young pregnant scared um, your life isn't over you know um, don't think that now you can't pursue your dreams you can't have the career that you once wanted um, like I said it's everything's just a little bit harder that just means that you got to push a little bit harder for what you want in life as you're living life and things come your way you know it's going to be hard harder because you're sitting there holding a baby you know while dealing with adulting life yeah just everyday things you know um the basics of life but i mean if anybody's listening to this we are not trying to say your life is over throw in the towel look at what you did like that's not the case i mean i mean look at us i mean we're definitely not common (laughs) where we're still together and we've been together since middle school it's definitely not common you're not going to find it very much but um i mean i just always had the attitude of i'm not i'm not gonna like go down the wrong path um because i have a baby it's because i have a baby that i want to make sure that i follow the right path you know like your life isn't over you know you need to you need to look at your circle of people everybody has at least five people if you look around the circle of people that god has put around you you know these are the people that um you know have helped you before that have been there for you uh they're your ride or die you know these are the people that you look to for support and life isn't over okay and now you live your life for that baby you know that's just that's one thing i definitely wanted to say we're not sitting here saying like oh that's it (laughs) that's it it's over it's not you know it's not gonna be easy because you feel like as the as the girl in the really you know you're the one who's now pregnant your life has you just flipped upside down anything and everything that you had ever thought of in your life that that would be going on in your life at that time or that maybe you had set up now it's flipped yeah but it's not over you just gotta rearrange the pieces and move forward you know it's not it's not over you know all right well let's see let's see let's go to oh let's go to six and seven so six says uh, around 85% of teen pregnancies are unplanned and parenthood is the main reason as to why teenage girls drop out of school. More than 50 teen mothers never graduate from high school. All right. So first of all, 85% teen pregnancy is unplanned. What the hell is the matter with those 15% that are planning to be pregnant like, seriously? at that age? You're fifth. You're in high school and you're planning a pregnancy. What is going? Wow. What is going? What like, is going on? Where are like your parents? Like I said, like I have been touching on the whole time. You have you have now chosen because I mean the statistic is saying that they're choosing to be. You've chosen to make your life a, a little bit harder. Well, remember that movie? <laughs> well, You're well, still in high school. I can't there, imagine being fifteen. Wasn't there a movie about that? With these girls were planning on getting pregnant i didn't want to be pregnant no one our age really wants to get pregnant it just sort of happens Mm -hmm. and like it totally backfired because like on some of them because like the boys didn't want to be with them and they thought like if they got pregnant was that like an after school special or no it was like a movie like a hallmark movie or something like that or or like a lifetime movie or oh, something. Oh, this like group Not of a, girls. Yeah. They all wanted to get pregnant together. Yeah. yeah. I remember something. Like yeah, yeah, like morons, crazy. <laughs> all right. It's and not then, very smart to actually plan it. But what I'm going back to what I was just saying, if it happens, don't think that your life is completely over. You know? Right. That's, that's not the only road that you can take. 
but if you I can't even I can't even like fathom that statistic right I mean 85% <laughs> unplanned why, because they why you, it happens because that? they get together in a room they don't have a condom and they do it anyways and condoms aren't 100% no it doesn't it's nothing not is you can be doing everything and it's still not 100% right and then all right so the parenthood is the main reason as to why teenage girls drop out well yeah because it's like i was saying before it's hard because you're you're trying to go to school mm-hmm. and then work after school mm-hmm. being away from your kid from that long it's hard you can't yeah i mean just think about trying to get health insurance most employers are not going to give you health insurance unless you work 40 or more hours right how do you do that while going to school unless you found something like me and anderson did you know we were both in college so we were and we were both full-time college um i was only working what three hours a day i was working from like three o'clock until six like that's because i worked in a daycare so I mean, I mean, just that in itself, that's going to kick somebody right out of high school. Right. You know, just that in itself, like, oh, there, there's nothing I can do. I need health insurance for my baby. Right. I mean, this is stuff that isn't really thought of. No, it's not. You it's know. Not. I mean, the formula alone. Oh, God. Oh, the, the formula. formula. Oh, my God. Oh, anybody had their baby on Nutramagen? If you don't know what that means, that's like the Rolls Royce of Rolls Royce. Yeah, Rolls Royce of formula. Formula. And like that was prescribed to our daughter. Mm -hmm. She needed to have the Rolls Royce of formula, not because she was a diva. Yeah. Well, she was, but that wasn't the reason. It was because of health problems for her. Oh no, yeah, she had like major stomach, and she was colicky and all that jazz. But I mean, see, but due to my research and not giving up, I found WIC, which covered because it was prescribed. Yeah, WIC, Women for Infant, Women and Infant Infant Children. children. So I found that. I mean, and they even cover more stuff now. They cover um, jarred baby food and all that stuff. But if I, if we didn't find that, oh my goodness. Women and infant children. It says women, right? <laughs> but they help teen fathers who are taking care of their kids. Yeah. yeah. If you're a single father, mm-hmm. like, and you're, in, you don't yeah. have, a, they help. Even Listen, though it says women and infant children. You need to children. do your research big time, okay? Because there is help out there, and don't be too proud to accept the help. Take the help. You know, right. like we we did. We needed the help, so we took it. Right. And Wick ended up, I mean, what, what was the, the formula for, like, the, the little container like this was, like, almost $30. Something like that. $30. And she went through it in, like, what, a yeah. few days? And I ended up being able to get it prescribed, and then Wick covered it. Yeah. So do your research big time. There is help out there. All right, let's go to another one. This one, I this one is true. This one is obvious. Four out of ten women in the U.S. become pregnant before they even reach twenty years of age. Yeah, mm. which is tr- this is obviously a true t- statistic, and it's obviously this statistic is here because it's about teen pregnancy. Teen pregnancy. So it has to be over. So f- four out of ten. That's like, cause imagine like, um. Yeah, that's 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 crazy because four out of ten women become pregnant before. That's that's a lot. Yeah. All right. So half of the above mentioned pregnancy teens, which is all right. This is uh, seventeen, and we went through sixteen. We're just jumping around here. We're not We're going in order. Around. So if when it says half of the above mentioned, it's the one that we said uh, among fifteen to seventeen year olds, the pregnancy rate is 38.7 percent a 38.7 per 1000 all right so now 17 17. it says half of the above mentioned pregnant teens give birth while approximately 45 out of 100 women have abortion 45 out of 100 that's almost half that's like so two pregnant girls going to a hospital pretty much chance one of them is going to have an abortion mm. 45 it's, out of 100 I mean, they're that's scared. 45 they're abortions. scared it's, it's 
fear and the unknown. And I mean, not everybody has what we had. We had parents that didn't kick us out. We had parents that helped us whenever they could. We had parents that, I mean, we lived with our parents, you know. Um, we, we had parents that uh, supported us. They, they helped with uh, Carissa when she was a baby. We, I mean, my mom even watched her so I could get my degree, you know, and work. So while I was at school and then work until 6 o'clock, my mom watched. Not everybody has what we had and right. fear is just going to take over. Well, I'm going to I'm going to say what I think about this and you you, you tell me what you think well, you know about what I said. So, I, I a lot of people will say that um that people like you you tell the woman what to do if she shouldn't you can't tell a woman what to do when it comes to abortions. Like she can do this to her own body. What I believe, all right, is that a lot of women are forced to have an abortion. So when a woman is forced. Or feel forced. Right. Right. I'm not saying, when I say forced, I'm not saying like they put a gun to her head and and, and walk her to the abortion clinic. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, parents talking to her, influencing, forced by influence. They keep saying, like, you know, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't raise a kid, you can't raise a kid, this, this, and that, have an abortion, have an abortion. And they keep hearing it, and they're forced into having an abortion. Now, isn't that the same thing of making a woman do something to her body when it's not her choice? But, like, I think because there are so many, there are so many options out there i don't want to ha- look i don't want to have the rest of the conversation yeah, about abortions to go completely so i'm just gonna say it. this and you just tell me what you think like because there's so many options out there you you know where if the if the girl wants to raise that she can it's not going to be easy but she can do it there's a lot of assistance out there yeah, it might not be the or, ideal situation. or like you know you can adopt put it up for adoption to a family that's well equipped and this baby can have a great life Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Me? Yep. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Abortion. Um, I mean, it's such a touchy subject and like definitely don't want to go too far into it. Um, but um, I believe that God gives everybody a baby for a reason, you know, um, and, and I can't, God doesn't make mistakes. You know, so I don't think I don't even think it's up to me. God gave me the baby. Babies are a miracle, you know, and I mean, me, myself, I could never do it. But man, there are so many situations where if we got into a, a talk about this, well, what about this situation? And what about that situation? Right, there's a lot of scenarios. There's a lot of scenarios and it kind of makes you kind of scratch your head. <laughs> like, I get where you're coming from. Um, but, I mean, going back to what I was talking about, if you're doing it straight out of fear, it's just sad. Right. You know, to be that scared and feel like you have no other, nothing else to turn to, nobody to turn to, to, to the point where you feel that's your only option. Right. You know, it that just, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because we did have so much support. You know, nobody in our family looked down at us because, you know, of, you know, being such young parents, you know. Um, but, I mean, that's just, that's my point of view. And um, just to do it out of fear, it just, um, you know, it saddens me because... Um, they don't have to be scared. No, no, you know? they don't. They don't. There's a lot of assistance out there. Like we said, like we said, life is going to be harder because you just added another, <laughs> you know, like we said, I mean, if you're 15 and you get pregnant, adulting starts now. Now you're 15 and you have to start adulting right now. Right. Right now. The second you get pregnant, you're an adult now. Right. And... You know, you gotta, 
that scares a lot of girls. It does, it does. Especially, I can imagine for the men too, but the girls are the ones that their whole right. body is going to Right, because, change. yeah, which we'll, we'll, we'll go through that in a second about, you know, how the boys are. Mm-hmm. So let's go, let's look at this one. So, well, let's see how this, how true this one is because, yeah, Carissa, when you were a teenager and then you had the other two when you were older. So, uh, Teens who give birth between the ages of 15 and 19 give birth to lower weight babies. So Carissa was what? 7, 7 11. 11. And then my other two were smaller. Really? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, my... One was 6'8 and one was 6'9. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, not by far. Not by far. You know, yeah. not by much. But they, they were a little bit smaller than Carissa right. was my biggest baby. <laughs> right. So this is not really true for so, us. So, I mean, but I don't know. I don't know what about, I mean, in my opinion, you're almost like super healthy when you're a teenager. I mean, yeah. I mean, you would think unless you're doing things to abuse your body. Right. You know, or you were previously doing things to abuse your body or if you're smoking during pregnancy. I mean, hello. <laughs> That's been proven. That's like a fact you're going to give birth to a, a, you know, a lower weight baby. It's, you know. Right. Um, but... I don't know. I don't know if I would say that that really has anything to do with. I mean, think of how healthy I was. <laughs> I was 18 and 19. Right. You know, like, I don't I don't know. I don't know where that statistic comes from. I mean, I was in better shape, but I ate at Wendy's like every day. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Where now, yeah, just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. But no, now, I used to like go I running eat fruits and vegetables. And I'm like, yeah. 40 pounds heavier. <laughs> Carissa was the only one that I worked out during the pregnancy. Right. Like, I felt like a million bucks after I got over the, the so three months. So, what you're saying, 7 Eleven, what, that was all mu- muscle? Yes. Carissa was born with lots yeah, of muscle. Lots of muscle, because. She uh, came out flexing. She's like, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, that right, and the Carissa. stair climb. Yeah. Yeah, that and the stair climb. Yeah. All right, so let's, <laughs> uh, let's jump back up. Uh, this was number two. Uh, out of all the teen pregnancies, sadly, only 57 out of 100 actually have a successful birth and delivery, whereas 14 out of 100 experience a miscarriage. Okay, so I know that like medicine would say miscarriages, it's just, um, I mean, what, what do they say? Like the circle of life? Some were not, you know. You know more than me on that. That it's like they'll literally tell you it's not your fault. Right. You know, because of course a mom's going to feel like, what did I do? You know. Well, do you um, think it's and because. I don't know about. The teenage body teenage, is not developed enough? Yeah, I mean, 15. I don't. I mean, if you're talking that young. Um, I mean, but yeah, maybe it has something to do with that. Um, but. I don't know. I don't know. Carissa was super healthy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Uh, teen mothers that give birth share eleven percent of total births in the whole country. Teen givers eleven percent. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty high. It's populating the world. Yeah. And <laughs> as per Family First Aid, the rate of teenage pregnancies cost the U.S. a whopping $7 million annually. Uh, family first. What's family first aid? I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. It's some organization and they had this statistic. Oh, okay. They Maybe. say the rate of teenage pregnancy cost the U.S. whopping $7 million So is that, does that mean that because they're on assistance? That could be. That could be um, maybe um not insured and mm-hmm. some somebody has to cover it or well i mean uh, that's i kind of touched on because that of like women and inf- could be because w- you know that could be from women and infant children or things like mass health whatever other state yeah know, i has. mean somebody's paying for it right somebody's paying for it but i mean if you have a teen who's trying to stay in school get through high school then they then that's what it's there for. So we could save this country $7 million if all parents talk to their teens about 
not having sex. Mm-hmm. Or make yeah. If just, teenagers stayed so they abstinent, value, if they they value it more, so all the teenagers yeah. could save the country seven million dollars by not having sex. <laughs> Let's do it, people. That's <laughs> uh, hey, it could happen. Yeah. So two out of these ten teens don't receive medical care. See, we're just saying that yeah. probably because they don't get. Medical. They don't qualify. Yeah. So yeah. and are, all right now around There's specifics eight, for every state too. And yeah. eight and around eighty five percent of teen pregnancies aren't planned. Where we just said that one. All right. Uh, in the mean, all right. This one we said oh, this the one. Drop out of school. Yeah, yeah, one? we said that okay. one. Okay. So this is what happens when we jump around. Let's go to the last one. So the last one. All right, we said it was 73, but then it like says well, we 20. We're going through 73. I don't know. It says 20. <laughs> it's good. No, we're good with 20, right, honey. So we're good. Teen pregnancy facts has listed the US as the nation with the highest recorded number of teen pregnancies every year. Although 2011, the birth rate fell to a recorded low for the first time in 70 years. All right, 2011, we're doing something right. Hmm. All right, now, uh, let's see. Uh, I think I think we probably... Did we go through all of these? Four out of ten. I, we don't have to do all of them, huh? Yeah. I think we've, we've covered the subject. So, all right. So, all right. Let me, let me go back to one of the things we were talking about, like, with, like, with, like, men, right? Like, when it comes... Like, all right. Obviously, when it when a girl gets pregnant, it's a lot scarier for the girl than the boy because the girl their body. Yeah. yeah, the girl has to deal with it physically. You know, this is something in them that they can't do. The boy, the boy has nothing physically changed. He just has this knowledge, and he's just affected emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. The girl is affected emotionally and physically, mm-hmm. which is like a, a way tougher for. Um, you know, for, for the, the girl, to, to go right? Through, all while in high school, right? So, and the way out for a girl is abortion. The way out for a boy is leaving it's and big. ignoring it and nothing, and that's it. And the girl just get, and the boy just gets rid of the emotional problem. The girl, she wants to get rid of it, but the she she. Get rid of it. What do you mean? She she wants to have an abortion. Say she oh, just okay. uh, let's you just say it. So I was like, get right, rid of get rid what? of the baby. Let's say get rid of. I'm sorry, yeah. wrong wording. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so let's say the girl wants to get rid of the baby through an abortion. She's gonna be still affected physically, and and, she, and she is still affected emotionally. Now when she um, now when she say she gives it up for an adoption she's still going through something physical because she's given birth mm-hmm. and now she has to deal with the emotional detach from this baby so where the boy is out there most of the time they're just probably just forgot about it if they're cold-hearted they'll just forget about it and yeah, act like it all. never happened not all but yeah you know so uh, it affects the girls a lot more, and, and and boys don't realize this. Now, in closing, this is I'm gonna talk through a man's point of view, and you'll talk through a girl's point of view. Now, what I think is, uh, with boys, is that boys need to grow up. And when they talk, when they think, like, I deal with this all the time. I work in the trade. I work in the trade. And the trade, guys in the trade are like, they have sick minds. All right. I deal with that all the time. I hear all the stories. They have sick minds. So, (laughs) boys need to grow up. And they need to, they have double standards. Believe me. I know men who have daughters and will act one way towards women. But if a man acted like that to his daughter, he'd kill him. <laughs> it's a double st- like you can't you can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: when you have a if, when you have a when you have boys, boys need to when they grow up, they need to tr- they need to treat women the way you want your mom treated or your sister treated. That's how you gotta think, because these women are females and they are like they are somebody's mom, they are somebody's sister, they're somebody's daughter. And they're just not just a female, a nice looking female. 
And guys need to really take that into consideration. They don't. They only take themselves into consideration because a lot of times guys are selfish and all they care about is their own desires. All right. Well, you need to step back and really think because a lot of times men who are married, they don't have a really good relationship because they are selfish. They are selfish in their desires. So when you're pursuing a woman and you consider her, her desires over yours, it just makes the relationship a lot better. She's going to fulfill every need that you need, uh, especially after you get married and, uh, and you consider everything. Look, it's not going to be easy. You guys are going to butt heads, but that's a long way away from a kid who, um, is a teenage boy. But like I said to my daughter, like if you meet somebody that you like, you think is cute. So boy, if, if, if a boy thinks a girl is cute, he should get to know her, find out who she is, see if she's good to be his girlfriend and not just think about how she looks under her clothes. Okay, guys, that's very inappropriate. Inappropriate. It is. So, God, and honestly, the biggest thing, boys get so much peer pressure from other boys. So much peer pressure. If you set yourself your own standard and hold yourself high and not let yourself be embarrassed about your own standards... Boy, other boys are going to look at you different. Like, yo, this dude is not having sex with other girls and he's okay with it. Wow. What's going on with this dude? Right. Because like, that's what it is, man. I dealt with it. I dealt with it in high school. Like I dealt with it in high school. Like if you didn't have sex with a girl, you were a punk. That's how it was. And this was 20 years ago. I'm assuming it's probably like that still now. And it's and it's a pressure. It's a pressure with boys because all your boys are having sex and you're not, and they're making fun of you for it. Mm-hmm. It's pressure. So you're like, I gotta go have sex with this girl, so my boys won't make fun of me anymore. Peer pressure, because bo- a lot of times boys don't have sex because they want to. They have sex because of pressure, and boys get pressured from girls too. It's not just girl, boys pressuring girls. Girls pressure boys too. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying as much. I, I'm a, I would say boys pressure girls more than girls pressure boys. But it, it's 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 tough. So you just got to deal with it. You just got to. Right, I don't want to say that. You just got to deal with it. I'm just saying you got to work through it and have your own standards and be faithful to your standards. And these standards have to be according to God's standards because God has high standards for you because God wants you to live a good life. And believe me, some people, the world will tell you not having sex is not having a good life. Not having sex is having a good life till you get married. You can have all the sex you want. All right. All right. So, so what do you want to say, Tina? You just covered like a million things. Well, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm mostly well, from okay. the boy point of view. Right. So um, I'm just going to, you know, say like what what I'm always telling Carissa. And you know what? It was never really um, kind of taught to me like this. Okay. Dating was just dating. And let me tell you, I had my first boyfriend when I was in fourth grade. And, like, he was legit my boyfriend. Like, (laughs) I would go over to his house, blah, blah, blah. Like, we saw each other out of school. Fourth grade. Okay? So, um, like I tell Carissa, if you look at it as you're dating to find your husband... Like, do you want to be doing that at 15 years old? And I don't know, you know, if what we've taught, you know, or how we've talked to Carissa. Um, I, I mean, it basically, worked. she was not even interested in boys in middle school. Like, I mean, I was just telling you, I had a boyfriend in fourth grade. 
So obviously I had boyfriends in middle school. Uh, you were one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't have a ton. I wasn't really like that, but I, dating was just like, oh, you want to be dating the hot guy. You want to be dating the, the popular guy. You want to be the girl who got the popular guy. You know, but if you look at it differently, you're dating to find your husband. That's what dating is. Yeah. You know, and almost like, why would you be doing that at 14 and 15 years old? Um, You know, like Anderson was saying, um, you know, become friends, get to know each other. Um, You know, I think one of the best things that we did was we were best friends for what? a good year before we even did now we're talking we were young too you know yeah so i I mean if you're looking at our story you're probably like i mean who are you to talk because we were dating so young but like i've said we are not the norm (laughs) we are we are not the norm most people do not find their boyfriend at i mean do not find their husband at 14 years old like you know that's just it's just not the norm um you know, and Carissa has always been taught by multiple people in her life. You know, I mean, first off, if you have a daughter, they should be surrounded by good people that have like the same values as you do. So she's being taught the same thing all around. You know, um, Carissa has a really good circle of people around her, a really good circle of adults. She has multiple adults that she can go to you know and um all teaching her that um you know dating shouldn't be taking taken lightly you know and you're dating to find your husband and also teaching her to value her virginity you know carissa has her purity ring yep and she Man, she she loves that thing. <laughs> she she wears it all the time, um, and and she, you know, she holds it high. She really does, you know. And that's from just having people around her, parents that always touch base on things that should be touched upon, um, topics and issues, and um, you know, like that's. I mean, that's if I'm just talking about what we're teaching our daughter and um you know i hate when people say like oh who are you to talk oh well let me tell you who i am to talk let me tell you what i've been through you know and then you tell me if i don't have the right to teach my daughter to not do what i did you know so that's that's about it yeah (laughs) Yeah, you heard it here, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We wanted to bring this up. Uh, if you listen to this and uh, you want and there's like a topic that you're interested in us talking about, um, you know, d- drop a comment on like my Facebook page or uh, or when you listen to this pod, when you're listening to this podcast, if you click on the link through my Facebook uh, or on Instagram, you know, send me a Facebook message or Tina's Facebook and let us know what, if there's a topic you want us to talk about, um, next time. So, um, that's it. So any, any closing words you want to say? Closing comments? Um, those were my closing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't y'all. take it lightly people. Yes. All right. So yeah, definitely. So I wanted to try to find a kind of good verse here. And um, just uh, just to, just to close this off. So, all right. So, one Corinthians six eighteen says, "Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body." So you know, it's your body, people. So it I mean, affects you directly. I know it feels good. But it feels way better when it's with the person you spend the rest of your life with, believe me. And it's something that you don't regret. You know what I mean? You're not thinking negatively afterwards. Right. That's the last thing you want. Yeah. All right, people. Thanks for tuning in to hashtag living it. 
We'll talk Peace. to you. We'll talk to y'all next time.